So this is a shear as they called Moshe Rabbeinu and Rabbi Akiva shear. Is that what you call that? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say Moshe Rabbeinu sitting in the back of Rabbi Akiva shear. Wow. <laughs> okay, so it's a, it's a difficult Gemara, and I can't promise that I could explain everything. But, um, you know, there's the difficulties about it. But I think it's, you know, worth trying to take it and see what we got. So, Rabbi Weiss asked me about this, and so we learned this together. So it says like this. Menachos chaf tasim at base, 29b. I'm going to read it on Allah Moshe lamarom. And Hashem, in the moment when Moshe went up to, whatever, on high, Matzu lakash baruchu sheyoshe vekosher kisarim laosios. So he well, he found Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, sitting and tying um, crowns or making crowns on the uh, letters, right? Those are um, talking, right? Talking. There's a Masora. Certain letters have crowns. Other letters don't have crowns. Okay, certain letters on certain words. I think we just do it. Maybe Shatnas gets is that the one? I think that's that's our man. I don't know if all of them do, but I mean, I think the Rambam has. A whole list of which ones have a tagim, which ones don't have tagim. It's not just like every shen or whatever. And there's like certain ones which do, certain ones that don't. So Hashem, so again, so Moshe Rabbeinu saw Hashem making crowns on the letters. Right? Okay, I just want to orient myself with around. She's here. Hold on a second. So it says, yeah, sorry, I could go on hatagim to say for Torah. Like the tagim on a say Torah. So I'm on the phone. We're going to show them. Who is preventing you? What does that mean? Who is like preventing you from just, I guess, giving what you wrote? They have to add on more pounds? As if what it's not enough? Someone's demanding of you that you add more to the Torah? The Torah is beautiful. It's complete. It's whatever. Who needs? Who's Because of whom are you adding on these crowns? Right? Okay. It's only Lashon. Lashon is a funny meme. Okay, so it says, Amar lo, Adam echad yesh, shasit liyos, besov kamadaros. There's a person who's going to exist then the many generations. Akiva ben Yosef Shmuel. His name is Akiva ben Yosef. From Rabbi Akiva fam. Okay? Shasit lidrosh akol coats for coats. And he's going to end up being Doresh on each and every crown. Tilin, Tilin, Shalalachas. Like piles and piles of halachas. What is that Tilin means? Like hills, piles, something like that, right? Like a tail is a hill, right? I don't know, maybe that's what it means. Tilin, Tilin, Shalalachas. Let me see if they translate that differently. I'm pretty sure that's what it's like. that? Loads and loads, right? Yeah, those are whatever it means exactly, right? Yeah, Tilin, Shalalachas. They don't translate it. Okay, fine. Omar Lafan of Ribbonu Shalom Horehili. Show them to me. Show to me, right? Amar lo, chazor la'acharecha. Okay, turn your back. I don't know what this means either. Turn, chazor la'acharecha. Turn around, huh? Turn around. Turn around, I guess. I don't know how to turn around. So turn around, chazor la'acharecha. Halach v'yoshav. So he went and he sat, v'sov shmona, or some say shmona, so he rose. He sat in the back of eight rows or 18 rows. 18 rows back. So again, so I'm saying he turned around. Uh, so turn around. He, he comes up again later in the while. So turn around. So he went and sat down the eight rows or 18 rows. Below You didn't even know what they were saying. Right? They're speaking a different language. No. <laughs> you know what they were saying? 
Tashash Kocha. So he's he weakened, he felt weak, upset, something like that, right? Kivan Echa. They finally got to one thing in the Shir or the Davar to matter. Amrulo, Talmidav. So Talmidim said to Rikiva, Rabbi, Menaylacha. Where do you know that from? Right? Rashi says, Shigila Davar, Shetzarachtam. They got to a matter which needed a reason. Right? It wasn't clear what the reason was. So they said, Well, what's, what is that? Where do you get that? How do you know that, Rabbi? Right? So Amr Lahan, so Rikiva said, them, Halacha Moshe Messina. Ah, Allah Moshe Messina. Right? So Nesyash Vadaito. So then Moshe Rabbeinu's mind was set put at these. Rashi adds in a funny thing here. Shal Moshe, Haul Mishma Omer, since it was said in his name, Afal Pi Shadain Lo Kibla, even though he didn't yet receive it. I think he must mean that this was prior to, the story happened prior to Matan Torah, prior to Moshe Rabbeinu learning what Allah Moshe Messina is. So it's saying that even though Moshe didn't receive that, Allah yet, still, yeah, maybe. 40 days, yeah, maybe. So even though he didn't receive it yet, he must have figured that this must be one of the things that I'm going to get, or whatever. I think. Uh, is there another way to interpret the pshat? I don't even know what pshat means. Uh, so I'm conjecturing. So again, it says, Omer Afal Pisha Dain So I don't know. It sounds like that's what he's saying, right? Does anyone have any other way to interpret what the, what the pshat is? I think that's that's what I'm interpreting. I don't know why it's relevant though. It's like. You might think, why is he so happy? He didn't even receive this piece of this knowledge. But it doesn't matter. That wasn't the point. The point was that he knew it was quoted in his name. So he figured he's going to receive it. And it's going to be passed down the chain to, you know. So I don't know how, how he was up, in, up on the scene a lot of times. I don't know how he knows this is he didn't yet receive it. And I don't see why it's even relevant. Like, well, who, why do you even bring the whole thing up? But whatever. Whatever. It seems like a detail to me, but maybe not. Okay, so let's keep going. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe the reason why Moshe didn't understand so much what was going on is because he didn't ever see it. Maybe. Yeah, that's in the framework. Maybe. I'm fine. Okay, so then it says, but the plain side, I think the reason something was going on is because it was like above him or something like that. Let's see, you'll see. You'll see. Let's keep it going a little bit. So it says, um, okay. So they said, Chazar ubal of Nea Kadosh Baruch Hu. Then Moshe went back to Kadosh Baruch Hu. Omar Lafanov, he said, Rabban Shalom, Yeshav Adam Kazah, you have a person like this? Ratan Osein Torah al Yadi? And you give him Torah through me? But he seems to be greater. He's got all these crowns. He's giving this shear that I don't know what's going on. I'm in the back row. And, you know, this is why are you giving the Torah through me? Did you give the Torah through me, Akiva? <laughs> He's always trying to get out of it, Moshe, right? <laughs> okay, so it says, Amar lo shesok. Be quiet. Kach alav mechshav This is my plan. This is okay, my thoughts. You, you can't ask that question. Stop asking questions. Amar lofano ribona shalolam. So then he said, Hashem, here is sini torasa. You showed me his Torah. Here ain't yischaro. Show me his reward. Amar lo chazor lachor. Turn around. We turn around. So he saw that they were selling his flesh in the marketplace. Right? They scraped up his flesh with the combs and right. Basically, he was tortured to death and made a total design. 
Zu Torah v'zu Sarah. This is his Torah, and that's the Sar. Amar lei shesok. Be quiet. Kach al moshelafanai. That that's the um, that's that's my plan. Uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Any questions? Okay. Why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu understand? After all, it's his Torah. Right? Rashi kind of. Because he wasn't given it yet? Yeah. 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 I think Moshe had the highest level understanding Torah. And look, it does say that he already is writing the crowns on the Torah. So presumably there's a Torah. That it, may, it seems like he had the Torah. I mean, he didn't have all the Sinai's or whatever, but means why do you have to add to it? It sounds like he has some knowledge that the Torah is great and perfect. And you're just saying, why do you put those on? Who needs that? But like, why isn't he understanding it? Isn't Moshe Reina supposed to be Moshe Reina? He doesn't understand the Kiva Shir? Now, there's a bad shot question for you guys. Do you learn that the Shir was about the Tagen or the Shir was the Stama Shir? Yeah, that's what I thought also. To me, it sounds like Stama Shir doesn't say his Shir was about the Tagen. But then you can understand why he didn't understand it, because he doesn't understand the whole Tagen. But there's not, I don't see any reason to think it's the Torah. This is the Torah. I mean, maybe he mentioned Tagen or whatever, but presumably it's just a normal Shir. It doesn't say it was a Shir about Tagen. But I don't know. You could argue that it was a Shir about Tagen, but I, I don't know. That's, you know. No, I, I don't see any evidence of that. Okay. okay, good question. Why is Moshe Rene asking the star? Why does he need to know that? Yeah, okay, good question. Now I'm saying, why was Moshe get so upset? So depressed? So Tasha Koko, I mean, he's Moshe, Moshe on the moment. He called out Moshe Dama. So, okay. So, he was greater. What do you care? Right? And then why did he get put back into when they quoted him? It sounds like he's a little guy or something, right? The whole thing just sounds like, sounds petty. The whole thing sounds petty, right? Why is he getting upset and why is he getting happy? Another form of the question, I mean, I think this is implicit, is that, is it, are we to understand from this that Rabbi Akiva was far greater than Moshe and anyone else until this time? Like, it sounds like no one else is Dorsh these, these uh, things. I don't even know how to be Dorsh these things. And the impression you get from this thing is that and there's a plane shot, and it's hard to, it sounds like it is dropped, but I don't know, maybe not. But it sounds like Rabbi Akiva was like miles ahead of Moshe Rabbein in terms of his Chachmars and thing, right? He's figuring out these Tagen. Moshe Rabbein has no idea what they are. He's sitting in his shear, back of the eighth row, he doesn't understand what's fine. Moshe Rabbein says, well, why didn't you give the Torah through him? And Hashem doesn't say, oh, you're greater. Don't worry, you you, you give a better Svarah, or I don't know, anything like that. It's like he's just saying, I'm like, I can't tell you. You know, but it just, you walk away from the impression of this Gemara that Rabbi Kiva is like far ahead of Moshe Rabbeinu in, I don't know, Chachma, something like that, right? And I don't know. And, and I guess arguably people in between also, at least in terms of the Tagim. I don't know, something about that's bothersome. I don't know you just feel like Moshe Rabbeinu is on the top. But I don't know, maybe not. I don't know. I don't think like Moshe is like the Yisod was Moshe Rabbeinu is unique. That's the Yisod, right? No, the low come commotion on the commotion, Navi commotion, right? So that's then of like his Navua. So that's the Yisod. The Navua is Moshe Rabbeinu is unique. There's no one like him, you know? Vishen Moshe Anav Mora, the Nikamna Shaf Nen Dama. I know that doesn't say forever and ever, I don't think. But, you know, but. But does it is there is it showed that there's no greater chacham bedora like Moshe Rabbeinu? I, I don't think so. But somehow you just feel that way. You just feel like these things all go together. Your Moshe is the the greatest in, in all regard. But I don't know. So, 
You'd think, right. you'd think at least you'd be able to hold his own. It's not only right on the back of the shield. Just, I'm just saying, it just sounds so diminutive, uh, you know, to, to Moshe, man. So I don't know, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there is this strong, this strong implication about everything about this Gemara, right? That Rabbi Kiva was miles ahead of Moshe Rabbeinu in, I don't know, something, Torah, Bachma, something. So, is that, I guess you could say, there's a few things you could do with that. You could say, okay, fine. Or you could say it, it's like limit the range, the spheres, I don't know, something like that. You know, but it has to be the point where he's saying, why didn't he give the Torah through him? So it's not just like, you know, it can't just be like he's good at being Doris Dagen. Because, like, yeah, why is he going to Doris through him? If it's only Dagen, then fine, he's the Dagen guy, or, you know. So whatever. Or to say somehow it's all a big metaphor and it doesn't really mean this. You know, so that's like if if it's really objectionable to say anything like that, you can say, "Well, it doesn't really mean this. It's all just you know, I don't know. I'm not sure." The question is how much that question bothers you, but it certainly sounds that that's what's implied from various parts of the Gemara, right? The Tagim and the Shir and him saying you should give the Torah through him. Not just like one, you know. It's like the, it's almost like the overarching theme of the whole story. Is like what's the takeaway from the story? If the plain takeaway is that he was greater than Moshe. And the reason why the Shem to give the Torah was, well, you know, I'll ask that question. You know, but basically, and again, I guess the torture thing or whatever, that's also an interesting part of the story. You know? Is it an exaggeration that he was Dorish, Tilin, or Tilin, Halachos from every coats? It just sounds too much, no? <laughs> like, you want to say he was Dorish, like, doesn't it say, I think it was also Rebekah, he's Dorish every ass in the Torah, right? That was Rebekah also. It's good, it's like the same type of thing. But it doesn't say he was Dorish Tilan, Tilan Shalalachos. How could you learn Tilan Shalalachos? Isn't there like you only be Dorish one Allahos from one word? So like a coats give you a Tilan and Tilan Shalalachos? Wouldn't it have been impressive enough if it just said he was Dorish each and every coats? Did the Mamas learn piles and piles of Allahos? What does that mean? Like hundreds? Allahos from every coats? There's a lot of coats, you know? It just, I don't know, it just sounds exaggerated, right? right? But I don't know. I don't know, it's hard to believe that. But I don't know, it says it. I think that Moshe's right, that he was okay hard. So three years, Bishami is still arguing. This one said, Allah is like this, and said, Allah is like this. Abbasco came out and said, Eli Eladir al Kimchayim, Allah Kibet al. Okay, so it said, so the Ritva asks, he says, Roshobin and Safas, Heik Efshash, you shnein the real Kimchayim. They also visit Matya. How could they both be? They're okay with I am. One month, one's answer. Tirzo may answer. Kikshalom Moshe Lamar on the Kabbal Torah. Must be quoting a Medrash here. Uh, yeah, Medrash Talmud. When Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the heavens to accept the Torah, Herulo al Kol Davar v'Davar Mem Tes Panim Leisser and Mem Tes Panim Leheter. They showed him on each matter forty nine svaras leheter, forty nine svaras leisser. The Shalik goes broke. What is that? Yes, Hashem. What's that? But this is given to the Chach Meshach in each generation. Right? And the Chachra will be like them. Yeah. So he's basically saying, he says, like these 49 Svaras here and there, and like, you know, in the future, they need time to be the Nidrash and figure it out and whatever in the future. Right? 
the implication is Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't know all these things. These are like the future Masorah, right? Future Masorah, how it will unfold, right? Roman talks about it. You're going to meet those You could apply, not necessarily only Sinai, but there, there's a system which is Nitan, but Masorah to apply to be Dorish Al Lafas, right? The reason I guess I'm saying that is like it seems like Rabbi Akiva is being Dorish or Nalachos in certain techniques, right? I don't know what his technique, you know, the, the codes and techniques, but like Yilgamidas are techniques, like the Torah, there's there's knowledge available to be Nidrash from the Torah that seemingly wasn't passed down generation, generation, generation. There's a lot of Shazinais and there's but then there's, there's room to expand the Torah and to derive new Halachos, new ideas, new sources, new whatever. New shilas that come up, and you know, and that's that's part of the system is that it's nitan to have derivation, new derivations that weren't necessarily there originally. I mean, they're there, but because they're built into the, you know, what like Hashem these forty nine svaras like Part of the design of the Torah was He gave one Torah, but it was nitan to be expanded or played out through the minds of the Balaim throughout the generations. There's going to be 49 arguments this way, but it goes that way. And Allah is going to be based upon their hachros and all that. And it seems like Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know all these things. You know, he had the basics, the foundations of the Torah. Right? So I guess I'm wondering is like, so the, the Torah was Nitan to be, was given. Certain basics, foundations, the whole system, the Balmasora, the methodology, the Yomiz, all that, there's only Tanta Moshe right? Certain axioms, not the Shunsinais, certain Piyashmuas, or whatever. I don't know what the, exactly the corpus of Torah that was given. To but it was not given, like I said, static Torah. You know, it wasn't meant to be. Moshe Rabbeinu hears a million halachos, memorize them all, and pass them all down. You know? Just like by mem by memory, so it's because the list of the million things are just passing down. That's not how the Torah is meant to be. That's not the Talmud Torah. That's not the experience of Talmud Torah. The experience of Talmud Torah isn't just memorizing a list of like a Hamar no Svarim that they call it. I just knows because that's not a thing. That's not the Torah. The Torah wasn't designed to be that one. It was designed to be like a living system, which the Chachme Masora of each and every generation are going to use their minds to the Sokem, to new Shilas which emerge, to the Kotsim on the, the Sefer Torah, to whatever. They just learn Torah. Like, you know, learning Torah. Like what we do. We come, we learn Torah, and we're coming up with no ideas. And that's part of the system. Part of the system that, I mean, I'm saying you ask, but I mean, of course, so we're only just scratching the surface, but I mean, throughout the generations, right, from the time of Shurban, up until us, and Hundred thousand years into the future, it's there's this Torah is alive and it's designed to be a system, which individual minds could apply their minds to it and derive new ideas, new insights. Maybe we don't have the methodology of being Dorish no halachos, but I mean there's no shilos that come up, and I don't know. You pose the poskim of this dar, uh, you know, Rav Asher Weiss is poskiming about I don't know, poskiming about these new day shilos that which come up. I mean, the system is designed. To be ever growing and developing and, and uh, expanding to new again, but it's all within the foundations. The foundations are Messina, of course, and the methodology is Messina. But 
Hashem showed Moshe in the 49 spies this way and that way, showing us there's going to be much more expansive than was given to you. And that's by design, because it's the, the Talmud Torah and the person's avodas Hashem, the relationship to Hashem is through Chachma. The Chachma isn't just rehashing old things, it's taking what you have and building on it and developing it and personalizing it, you know, coming to new conclusions, new analyses, of course, again, within reason. Like I almost wanted to say this, 49, but it's not 50. Like 50 is like, maybe it's like Ola, it's like 50, you know? So 50 means like anything goes. 49 is like, not anything goes. There are limits. There's a lot of, there's a wide range of things they could drive, but it's not infinite and it's not like anything goes. There's, there are lines. You can't go like, this is like, this is Zohar, but it says you can't go 49 levels of Tumah. If I went down to 49 levels of Tumah, they would have gone to 50, they would have been all over, you know? But it's not really, I don't know, I think Aaron told me, we looked into it, it's not, it's not a Chazal, but it's Zohar. So, whatever, but it's, you know, so that's the, that's the thing I would say 49. It's like, it's not, it's not unlimited. But the point is, is that, that the system of the Torah is designed to grow and to expand. And, now the question is like this: Is was was Moshe Rabbeinu was that Moshe Rabbeinu's malach? Okay, how do you take the givens and derive new ideas and new ideas and new ideas? You know, it's like that Mashal, the Shalom Alpha I think that's some Mashal, like the, the there's a well and you know how to get on and get it, and then Shalom Alpha one rope and one rope and one rope and one rope rope, and then you get back down and pulled up the water, right? So it's like Part of the way you gain knowledge is by step by step by step, building and building and building and building. And there's a process that's many, 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 many generations, and you emerge at a person like Rabbi Akiva, and there's like a whole system developed of derivations, and I don't know, all the, all the like a rich expanse of halachas and ideas, and maybe like it wasn't possible for anyone to be Doresh the Kutsim at that point, you know, at the point the Torah was given. It's like there's a whole development of the Mesorah which enabled someone like Rabbi Akiva to come along and to thrive. And there's a certain type of a mind who is, um, I guess, is an expert at that process of derivation, of taking ideas and analyzing and questioning and deriving new ideas and whatever. And, you know, Rabbi Akiva is like a model of that. That's the malacha of the malacha of Tanayim and Amaran. But I guess the question is, is was that Moshe's Malacha? Moshe Rabbeinu was arguably he was like a scribe in right? the Torah and like passing, teaching the Torah Shemalpah to Kali Yisrael. But like, was his job to be like a Chadshan and to derive new ideas and new halachos and ask kashas and stiras and teruzim and I don't know, like coming up with new ideas and derivations, like uh, arguably that I'm sure he was good at it, much better than anyone you know, around. But but he made some takanos, yeah. But like that was like that that wasn't his malacha. His malacha was grasping the Torah, understanding the Torah, penetrating his depth, teaching it, right? But but the process of derivation of new ideas, arguably that wasn't he. He was the one who was passing it down. He was understanding it, grasping it. Passing it down, teaching it, right? So maybe it's just saying is like, there's a whole development of the Torah as time goes on, which is again part of the by design built into it, and it all roots all rooted in Shabbat. 
And look, ultimately, Rabbi Kiva is referencing back on Hoshmasina. It's like there's bases which Rabbi Kiva is rooted in. He's not deriving anything on his own from scratch. It's all ultimately, when you come down to it, there's going to come to the point where you say, oh, that's Hoshmasina, this is Maxim, this is given, this is the data, this is whatever, you're going to be a stone just one, that's from Sinai, that's the, you know. So it's all like an application of the system which goes back to Moshe Rabbeinu. But but it's like it, you can imagine like when you when you if you fast forward many, many, many generations and then you just take someone from Moshe Rabbeinu even from the beginning generations, he's not in, in on the system. He's not in on all the details. I don't know again, the particular halachos or the the methods of derivation or the whole way of talking or the way, you know. Like I don't know, but the only the best example I could think of, or one example I could think of. Is like, like let's say briskadah, you know. So like I don't know if you've ever had the experience of learning with like a Talmud Chacham who doesn't learn briskadah, you know. You can imagine such a thing. So like if you're gonna let them sit in on your chabrusa, they're not gonna know what the heck you're talking about, or a lot of the things you talk about. There's like a language, that's like it's objective, it's a kiyum, it's and it doesn't mean they're not allowed. It's just like there's there's a dictionary, there's a there's a there's a language which we use, and there are ways of expressing our ideas, and there's maybe categories of thinking, and you know, and if they just sit in on one session, they're like, what are you doing? And they're gonna say some other idea that is not it's just a different language. You want to understand what they're talking about, you they don't know what they're talking about. I've had this experience. It's like they're asking questions that didn't bother us, we're asking questions that didn't bother him. They're like talking in different language. There's language. There's a vocabulary, and you know, not to say that this guy isn't a chacham and a great learner. It's just like there's. I mean, we would think we're more advanced, but that's not the point. This point isn't advanced or not advanced. It's just like there's a whole way of discussion of talking, and like you're not Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't in on that conversation. That wasn't his framework. That's not what his Torah experience was like. So when he sat in there, he's like in the back of the row, and he's like not getting it. You know, it doesn't mean he doesn't know what in the world they're talking about, but it's like not the way the Talmud Torah was like for him. I'm saying is like, it's like we often think that like basically, like every shear from the time Moshe Rabbeinu until now was exactly what we do, like defining Mahalakas and Rishka Torah and all that, you know? I'm saying like, that's not, you know, they were doing Yogi Mamidos, we're not deriving Yogi Mamidos. You see like Talmud Torah over the generations might look different. Moshe Rabbeinu's learning is not exactly the same thing as you know, it's like it reminds me. I don't, I don't. I listened to this once. I don't remember. It's been a while, but I was ever had a show called "Was Drama Mabriska." Like, you know, I don't remember exactly what he said, but something like, even Briska Derek itself. He's like, do we do we have to say that like the Rambam was, was saying Briska definitions exactly, and Rabbi Kiva was saying Briska definitions, and Moshe uh, um, um, was saying Briska definitions, or is like it's like a way of analysis. It's a way of thinking, which is like a development. But like, was that exactly the way? that you know conversations went or was there some sort of more intuitive form or some other form like i don't know so the point is like it's not clear to me that like the tomatora experience is meant to be like uniform throughout the generations and again like Moshe Rabbeinu isn't being deriving the kutsum you know arguably he's not being doris he'd be no you don't those don't just fine i mean maybe he did that sometimes but he left a lot to us and to all the generations so, so I guess what I'm saying is, is like, maybe Rabbi Akiva was, in some sense, he was the pinnacle of that skill, that chachma, 
you know, uh, uh, drashas or deriving mochi davar mandavar. The Ram says, part like Ian, it's like mochi davar mandavar and questions and answers. And, you know, would have been nice to with the but like that type of thinking. And, and maybe in that regard, again, I don't think this is fair, but in that regard, he was above Moshe Rabbeinu. That was Moshe Rabbeinu's Esak, that wasn't his Malacha. And in some sense, the only thing which bothers me is like, so why is Moshe Rabbeinu saying, why is the Torah, why is the Torah given through him? According to what I'm learning, right? Because, no, because that wasn't, then who said he was good at this? Right? Yeah, he has a different job, they different jobs, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Does so that mean that's the way it's going to develop? Right. Maybe so it's that. Why not? That's the pinnacle of development. Right. right. If that's well, maybe give it to somebody who has that skill set. Right there. Right. Is there a skill set that Moshe Benu has that he doesn't have? Maybe as far as Moshe Benu could see, like, why can't he do what I'm doing and more? And maybe Hashem's saying, I can't go into that with you, but you're the right guy for this job. You know, why I can't, I can't, not gonna, I can't give you the whole sheer about what he has or whatever, but ultimately, just because you could argue that he could do everything, it wasn't true. It's not clear what the whole question even means. Like, what does it mean? Like, take Rabbi Akiva from the future and put him in a time machine and bring him to the past and like give the Torah to him. Like, what? It's like I'm not even clear what what is that Just question. Wait you know? a while. Yeah, or wait a while and give the Torah. But I mean, this is when they say I'm inspiring. Like, it's not like he's there. Like, he's emergent from everything else that happened before him. Right? But I don't know. Maybe like. But maybe just saying is like the Torah is designed to be given in a form like a Moshe made a form. Like, I don't know why you didn't give him Torah like that. Why is the Torah being given in this type of way? Why not have that built into the method of the Torah itself? Have a guy who's also the ultimate expert at doing all that and have that already. Like why have that emerge later? I don't know. Something like that. Over here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point that David's saying. It's like, yeah, and Torah had to be given through a certain type of Nebuah, and that was only Moshe Bain had that type of Nebuah. So you can't extricate uh, Matan Torah from Nebuah's Moshe. Even if you were, even if the Lui Yitzhak, you could say that Rikiva had a different type of a mind of Chachma, Torah, Talmud Torah, greater than Moshe Bain, but he still can't give it Torah. He's not a Navi. He's not the type of Nebuah of Moshe Bain. Yeah, but it's the same disbelief. You have to suspend it. That's what I'm saying. So these are saying maybe that even though Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't necessarily privy to the particular drashas, it's important for Moshe Rabbeinu to know that there was such a thing, and to know that there would be a person, there are these Tagim, and there is going to be a person like Rabbi Kiva, and to teach the Torah in a way which kicks off a chain of derivations, which will ultimately culminate in Rabbi Akiva. And he was shown this thing, because this whole Namara was to show him to Push Kali Israel on such a path. Like most things, there wasn't enough case law to come up with all this. A lot of these, a lot of the shots comes up with all the cases. The cases have to come about, and there's a certain time in history. You only have a certain amount of, there's certain nuances of ideas which come about. Certain fact, heroes only come about when you have an Achmiya. You have an Ibailo, and then you end up with two different theories. Oh, well, you end up with a whole new, if you think about it, there's nothing to say Moshe Benu was busy. To say that Moshe Benu had to mamish. Think of every possible Ibaya in Shas that Rabbi Yermia asks, or whatever, and into all of that. That's like, that's like it's a point. It's like who's to say that Moshe Rabbeinu knew every single Daf Gemara, as much as he everything is rooted in him, 
and he kicked it off and he knew that it was going to come about but not necessarily and he knew again like that there would be ideas to be nidrash from all these things and he knew like pesuchas and stumas you know there's like oh is he dorish all the pesuchas and stumas or ass like is he was dorish every ass in the Torah I don't know maybe not he knew that there was such a thing as that but there's infinite chachma in, in the Torah and you could never get to the end of it the Torah is always stuff well, now again the, I don't know I thought it was Rama maybe not but um the, my understanding is the Tagim, I thought there's a list, maybe there isn't, maybe there's somewhere, but the Tagim, it's not just Pshat, it's not only Pshat, that I think there are certain letters, Pshat is Getz or whatever, which have Tagim, but I think it's like only certain ones. He does, right? That have it, right? That's what I thought, but I can't find it. He goes through all the Pshat and Stumat, but I thought he also had a list of where there was talking, like which which ones had talking, which ones didn't have talking. There he goes. Let me just say, find the drama. But I think though I think it's like not just like every time there's a shin there's talking. Otherwise, you know, like when we have resource every single one, there's shan, the guts, whatever. Yeah, it's a letter. But I think it means like certain shins have it, other ones don't. So the way I'm thinking about it is like like for example, there's an extra vav. From above, the extra above is there to teach you this, like na'ar, na'ara, whatever, and you learn a halachas. So, like, maybe there's a, a, a thing over the shin of um, Torah, I don't know, the, the top of whatever, the shin of uh, Shagai, certain place, from that. So, it could be like extra vavs, male, fasers, those types of things, extra haze at the end, or so maybe it's just like, I don't know how you get tilan and tilan of halachas, but it means like there's why does this have a tag and this one doesn't have a tag? Oh, there's like an extra A, an extra this, an extra that. There's things to learn out and maybe there's a whole system. Maybe it means it's like a system. It's like a, it's, it's an integrated system which has many halachos. There's a whole set of problems which you could derive. And maybe, I don't, I don't know exactly what it is, but it means that it's like a rich rich, uh, rich um, vehicle or a rich um, arena of, of, uh, of analysis. With many different things you could be learned out from, and most and right, and it was important to know right that there was going to be a Rabbi Akiva. I hear that the, the point is good. It's like there's an orientation of the Misora towards bringing about a Rabbi Akiva, and like there was Moshe Rabbeinu was kicking it off, teaching them Yudomidos, and setting them all along a path, which has uh, many of these ideas, but that doesn't mean Moshe Rabbeinu was the culmination of the Chachmas Torah. There's a culmination, there's a development, there's an evolution. But all built into it from the very beginning, inception. There is a certain extra word, the Vav, there's Vav, then what do you do with that Vav? And then, like every Gemara, Gemara, there's a whole chain of Lihudim. You do it, you this one and that one, this one and that one, that one. And so maybe that's like the Takim. It's like it's not just a, this thing teaches you this thing, this thing teaches you that. And there's like a whole integrated system and Kiva was studying the system and deriving new things, which we don't know what they were. You know, the, the Moshe didn't know what they were. We don't know what they were. And it's interesting to me, as far as I know, the Gemara never cites any of them. You know? I don't know, does anyone know of a Gemara? Yeah, that one, the S's. The S's they teach you, but like the Tag, is every Gemara that says, oh, how does Rebekiva know this? Oh, he has that little Tag. Right? And I never heard of that. I mean, there's a lot of halachas about Rebekiva and those things. He never quotes them. So are these like normal halachos? Like why 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 aren't these brought down in Shas ever? You know, it's like a private system that you didn't tell anybody. I don't know. I don't know what to do about that, but 
in a stomach. It does seem as important to know the whole talking is that there's hidden knowledge in Torah and the Torah is Eretz or whatever. It's like the, the Torah is, is that, that deeper, deeper, deeper beyond what you're ever going to get. And we have to know that. And that's like part of Talmud Torah is the conviction. There's always more knowledge to get. It's like what allows us to you know, it's, um, it reminds me, there's, uh, there's a good, this is a good one. Hold on a second. Um, in the end of Sota, it talks about Misha Meister, be this, Batal that, Misha Meister, be that. You know, the you know the last, he was the pinnacle of certain different Midas in the Torah. So it says, Misha Meister, be Akiva, Batal Kavar Torah. Okay? When he says, when Akiva died, it was, Kavar Torah was gone. Right? You'd think it would say, Misha Meister be Akiva bottle and a Fahma or something. Right? Why is Rabbi Akiva the model of Kabbalah Torah? Right? So Rashi says, Shahi no sing libo lidrosh kol kotz vikotz. Kol kol os. Right? He put his mind to be dosh every kotz and kotz. But kol shikin tebos yuseros, osios yuseros, he gone bas ubas ani dorish. So I had you know alpha base. Bas ubas as well, maybe. Vizehu kavod ha Torah gadol. She'in badavar b'latal. That's the, the kavod ha Torah. You think he'd say he's the greatest chacham, but it's saying he's not the kavod ha Torah. That he was convinced that there was nothing l'vatal. And because of that, he had this deep internal conviction about that there's nothing l'vatal. He was able to put hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours into one course, or into, you know? And it's like his mido is not so much his chachma. But it's his Kavara Torah, which you can't fake. You know? It's like, for example, you could work hours on a Rambam, Nastira on Rambams, because you're convinced that there's a, an answer. Is that the, the gears to move like that? The, yeah. The yeah, so then you can't do it anymore. Then, you know? right. then you're right, it's hard to do it. But like, you can't spend hours in a contradiction in some Rishon you've never seen or some Akron you've never seen. You just don't believe, you don't know that there's an answer. So Rikiva, the cover that Rikiva had for the Torah, was that he knew that there was if there's a coats, there's a reason. And uh, I don't know what it is, but I know that there is an answer, and I'm gonna work, yeah, I'm gonna work until I find it. And he was able to devote himself fully to every last drop of the Torah and to derive all these things. It's interesting. It's like Chachma, but also uh, this is a little bit against my point. I was just saying that he was a pinnacle of Chachma, but you know, Chachma is not just is that it's multiple, you know, it's involved with your personality also, or your midas. But he had the Kavara Torah. Which uh, which enabled him to do this as well. This is actually here. This is the Rambam in the um, in the eighth episode. But in the I'll just give a shit about this. I started listening to it, but I didn't get a chance to finish. So it says um, everything in Torah is made is from Moshe Rabbeinu. This this would have to like balance what we're saying here with this episode. That's I'm a little hesitant about Tolshia. It's like has to be taken in the context of this episode. So it says um, he says Kidvar Shambaza Yisalafai. Every letter in the Torah has chachmos v'neflaos for someone who Hashem helps them understand. You're never going to get to the bottom to the end of the chachma. Arucha me'eretz mida urachava mineyam. Wider than the measure of the earth and broader than the depths of the sea. Right, so it's like 
the endless depths. Important for it to know that that's the way Torah is. You know, and this idea, this kutzim, this tilim, Moshe Rabbeinu had to know that and tell that, convey that to all generations. And right, these are saying exactly that sets up, puts us on a course to get to Rabbi Akiva. Because Moshe Rabbeinu has shown this knowledge, Rabbi Akiva was able to, you know, we were on a trajectory going towards there. But it's not that it was all completed by Moshe Rabbeinu, it was all, you know, built into the system. Yeah. So again, I know that does it kind of goes a little bit against the plain shot in this in this episode, and that's what you know you can listen to the share of Faceoff just gave. I didn't get to listen to it yet, but it sounds like he's trying to take up these questions, you know. The fact that it's hard to really believe like every single detail of halacha is really good, but Sina is and uh, you know. Plain is reading of the Ram and the Mishnah and the Nisod sounds like that. But yeah. So one has to think, you know, think into that and this and work it out. Sorry, you know, I'm just kind of, I just did this more this week, uh, you know, I don't think this is fully worked out, but it's interesting and some interesting ideas and, you know, it's worth thinking into, see if, uh, you know, keeping in mind, maybe you have a little better some parts. So, so as I mentioned before, I was gave a share called it was Rama Mabrisker. So Yaakov says that this was the main source in that share. So I would think, uh, you know, I've discussed these types of ideas with him over the years. So I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe this is the same idea, maybe similar or different. But if anyone wants to look into this further, I'd recommend, um, you know, finding that chair. So the Ramah, David's saying, the Ramah min mezuzah, hey, Gimel, parshari shono yesh ba sheva osios, al kol os ve os meam shlosha zainim, ve'elohein. So there's like uh, three zayans, or that's the target. So these are the words that have these three zions. Shin ve'ayin shal shema, v'nun denafshecha, v'shnei zion shal mezuzos. And then it basically goes through each of them, right? And if you don't do the tagim right, it says apostle. So I don't know, maybe he says it elsewhere also. But this is like, so presumably this is what it means in the Torah also. I don't think Ram, maybe he doesn't have a list in the whole Torah of all the things, but in the mezuzah he has it. Right, so. he has it by, by Tefillin also, in Parag Bey's um, Halachos Ches through Yeralef. Is it still in the Torah? I don't know. It's, I, don't uh, know if, I don't know if you have it by Sefer Torah, but he has about four numbers of Yeah, look. Oh, yeah. Certainly, Zahir in them to do them like their Tagim are in the Torah. And these are the ones in these four Parshios. So um, that's in Bez Chas and Tas. But I don't know. It doesn't I don't know if he says everywhere list in the whole Torah, but it sounds like there is such a list, you know. Maybe. I'm sorry, by Tefillin and by Mezuzah, he says they're not Basel. You don't do the the, the Dagon. You don't do them either. You don't do them. So arguably by the Torah also. So yeah, I don't. Maybe we don't have this Mesorah. So Rama and Shuba talks about that. You know, we don't have them, or the Lama hooks him about them, or he says, "Don't worry, they're not Basel. They're not Makiv anyways." So yeah, so it could be, it sounds like there was a Mesorah about these Tagim, and specific words, it's not specific letters. It's not, and certain ones, yeah, certain ones, no. So again, but we don't have the Mesorah. And I'm not, if, so I don't, I don't, we do we have, I think, I don't know, I'm not sure what we do. Do we do all Shana's cats? I don't really know. know what our Mesorah is. These, are, these things are tough, you know, it's it's always hard to talk about limitations in Rosh Hashanah. You know? Anyway, and you know, uh, anything I'm saying here is, um, Speculative, tentative, and if anything we're saying here is apikarsis, then we we don't really believe it.
<laughs> you know, we're not we're not saying anything definitively, right? You know, but um, you know, these are tricky. These are tricky topics. You know, we're just kind of uh, playing around trying to figure these things out and see where the Gemara is leading. Trying to like see where the Gemara is leading and stick on solid ground. But you know, it does seem I don't know. It's tough, tough, tough area, and uh, you know, doing our best. I'm not taking any definitive stands on anything. Right? Anything we're saying here is uh, don't no no imposing anything based on anything we said here, you know, or form yourself there thus based on anything. We're just kind of uh, it's a laboratory.